Well, welcome to episode three of the Comm Salon, hosted by staff and students from the BA Fashion PR and Communication course here at London College of Fashion, uh, where we interview thought leaders and convention challengers about their role in the fashion PR and communication industry. Um, I'm Emily Hugger, a lecturer on the course. Uh, so our year one students have been working with two brands this term on a live industry brief, and one of these brands is Kit and Ace, and Kit and Ace is a future-focused technical clothing brand founded in Canada um, that is in constant pursuit of innovation. So we're happy to welcome Kit and Ace's brand manager, Christina Alb. Um, thank you very much for being here. Thanks for having me. So just wanted to give the viewers, um, viewers, listeners, <laughs> uh, no viewing happening here, um, a little bit of background about Kit and Ace. Sure. So Kit and Ace was founded actually in March of 2014. So we're a very young company. We were founded by the Wilson family. Um, they also founded a company called Lululemon. So their background comes in athletic and performance apparel. Um, Shannon, one of our co-founders, was a, f- was a fabric and fit designer there at Lululemon, and she developed this fabric called Technical Cashmere. And when Lululemon didn't want it because it didn't fit into their assortment, Shannon and her stepson, JJ, both decided to start Kit and Ace um, to really use that technical cashmere fabrication and give them something to wear when they weren't in the gym. Um, so it's kind of you wear, you wear Lululemon to go in the gym, you get out, you still want that performance um, fabric, you mm. still want something that is going to go with you from day to night, and that's Kitnace, and that's why they started the company. Amazing. And here we are, you know, almost two years later with 55 stores globally. So we wow. have stores in Canada, um, the U.S., the U.K., Australia, and soon Japan as well. Wow, okay. That's amazing. Yeah. So really you know, rapid expansion. I, yeah, we hit the <laughs> ground running. That's how we roll. <laughs> amazing. So I guess that sort of leads into the next question, but I guess um, sort of thinking about the defining factors of the brands, what would you say is it the unique perspective? Is it the cashmere that everyone's been talking about? Yeah, I think first and foremost, we are fabric innovators. That's what Shannon is known for. That's what she does. Um, and that's really what we differentiate ourselves on is that well, I mean, cashmere that's machine washable isn't unheard of, mm. but it's the technicalities, the non-draping, the non-pilling, um, and then our family of fabrics that kind of surround it as well. Um, not only the fabrication, but then our importance on integrity. So we do what we're going to say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it. And we take that in all aspects from meeting times to when we call people to, you know, when we have our buy wins or our due dates, in other words. Mm. Um, we, we work in integrity. Um all the way down to our happy goats in Mongolia that produce our cashmere for us. Okay, so that's so that's the goat that we sometimes see on social media. Yes, okay, yes. So is he sort of a brand mascot? He or? is a brand mascot. Even yeah. our internal website is called The Goat. Okay. So we love to do play on words, and we're a little bit irreverent in that way. I'm sure you've seen on our social media, we love to play on words. You know, you've goat to read this, we've goat you covered. Yeah. We love to kind of play on the goat. Okay. And so as a brand as a brand manager, I mean, we can talk a little bit more about what your role entails, but would you say that's sort of a key word in, in remembering within all of your communications is integrity or is it sort of a mixture of... Um, integrity is definitely a huge portion. I mean, when it comes into the brand activations that we do in market, for example, a supper club, mm. um, we have you from 7 to 10 p.m. We will start on time and we will have you out on time. That is, that is our recognition that your time is precious. Um, so you'll see time is precious... Uh, in our shops, in our social media as well, because we believe that everyone's leading a busy life. You all have other people you need to see, and we're only one portion of it. Mm. So as a respect to you and to remain in integrity, we're only going to take up 
this amount of your time. Okay. I mean, time is precious. We noticed that, as students were saying, they noticed that across um, the shops. And um, I mean, I guess, is that is that also to play on the idea of, of the sort of the consumer and us being so, so sort of... Um, consumed with social media and busy lives is it sort of also a take on for sure I think it can I think it can go from any aspect from slow fashion to how we actually think about our products and we're intentional with our designs and our fabrics all the way down to the consumer you know your time is precious um, whether you are doing a 60 second meditation or you are in our supper club um, your time you're not going to get more of it, mm. right? You kind of have to utilize the moment and live in it. Um, and it, it's it's two ways. It's, it's kind of a weird thing to explain because at our supper clubs, yes, we only keep you there for three hours, but we ask you to take your phones off. We have one conversation because that time together is precious. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, so I guess I, the supper clubs are a really interesting concept. And you know, I think when, you know, the main things that when you're reading about the brand and it's sort of founding values is you know something that you talk about is the experiential retail business model uh, and that this is obviously based around these sort of in-store initiatives and events so can you tell us a little bit about uh, the supper club club concept and maybe some other initiatives that happen in yeah, the sure. store um so in shop is really important to kind of bring that omni channel to life it's really kind of merging and connecting the online with the offline the, pe- the in-shop is where you're actually going to connect with people. And mm-hmm. supper clubs are actually inspired by the Wilson family. And each of their homes, I know each of, <laughs> right? Um, they have a 12 by 12 supper club table where they mm-hmm. gather as a family and they engage in, they actually engage in real talk, which we do sell in our shops. Mm-hmm. Um, because they found that asking questions like, oh, how was school today? Like, what did you have for lunch? How was work? And then you start going into gossip and all these things that don't really tell you much about the person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started playing real talk at their supper clubs or at their dinner table, right, with each other about, you know, would grandma approve of your outfit right now? Okay. Or, you know, what way do you want to go out? Yeah. How do you want to die? Okay. You know, I mean, there are, so it can be really, really serious or yeah. super fun, like Biggie or Tupac. Um, Amazing. To really get to know people. And that's what inspired our supper clubs in shop is so that, you know, those eight or ten people that are at that supper club, they are, they are just so connected after that supper club and it's been beautiful to see people that we've had in supper clubs do business together support each other's business and they're kind of like kit and ace was their meeting point mm, and that's the conversation that we're really trying to start okay so and just a bit of context of so the real real talk is um i guess sort of a, a box of cards that you yes. also produce and branded and it's uh, the idea is is that you have these at the supper club people can take a card and there's a a topic of conversation or something that's a bit um yeah, it has more depth than just exactly. yeah, small chat, right? Exactly. So, okay, interesting. I mean, are there any other things in the retail store that you know, you want to focus on? I mean, sure. I guess the artists is something also we notice that you have sort of artists you feature on a, yeah. is it a monthly basis? or it's quarterly. quarterly. So each of our shops, 30% of our shops, are done by hyper-local artists. The, so the mainstays are going to be the supper club table is designed by a local craftsman, the lighting above it, is done by a local designer, and then we have an iconic photo in our fits okay. that is done by a local photographer. The one aspect is the is the wall that changes on a quarterly basis, and that acts basically as a gallery, so that piece is up there for purchase. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of showing it off and giving a platform for that local artist to really present their work. Um, and we've been really fortunate to kind of play in different mediums. You know, we had Scarlett Bowman. She's actually based out of Fulham with her fabric 
based designs. Okay. And we now have Harry Scott in our red church, and he plays on photographs. And um, we've also looked into Samantha Lee, who does 3D immersion art. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really great to explore, explore that and get those people into our brand because they are the ones that we're designing for. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones who are innovators, they're future focused, they're looking to what's happening next. And, and their lives that they're leading, those nonstop lives, that's why we design our clothes. Amazing. Okay. Um, so, and how do you choose the artist? Is there a sort of a criteria that you look for? I guess it's just about brand alignment. Yeah, it's definitely about brand alignment. Um, future focus is a really big one, and then of course aesthetic. Mm. Um, it has to. We are very minimal. We're focused kind of in the, the tones of gray, copper, um, and our iconic blue. I'm not saying that the art has to be in those colors, but it can't be something super splashy. Um, but so we kind of proposed three to our brand visual team in HQ in Vancouver, and they check, they pick which one we're going to use. Okay. Yeah. And so I guess something's interesting you said that reflects your customer. So would you say the target consumer that you're going for is a young creative or someone that's an artist? Um, that's one portion of it. It's really thought leaders. It's business innovators. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who's moving the world forward, really. And in London, we are kind of living in a sea of them. I feel like everyone's a startup entrepreneur in the tech world, in the art world. Those are the people that we're after. Mm. So they can be creative in, in many different aspects. Okay. And I guess it's, it's, it's also because you have so many different retail stores, I'm sure the consumer is very different in, you know, in different shops. So yeah, you probably have to be, um, I guess, uh, open to new consumers. Sure, sure. I mean, so Kit and Ace, the name is actually based off of our muses, Kit being the female muse and Ace being the male muse. And as we've grown globally, we find that our Kits and Aces, while they have the same values, they vary in the way that they look or the way that they express themselves or in the what like what their jobs are. Mm. Um, I mean, Australia is going to look very different from Japan, which is going to look very different from London, Great. which so is going to look way different from, it would be you know, interesting say, for them Savannah, to know a little bit about in Georgia, your role absolutely. as a brand manager, so. what that role entails, and then maybe guess a little bit about how you, your trajectory and how you got into this position. Sure. Let's start in the past. Yes. Let's start from where I started from. <laughs> so I went to the University of South Carolina in the States, and I studied um, international business and marketing. And when I graduated, I actually didn't have a job, so I took a job in Colorado managing a lodge in the middle of nowhere. And I was in Nebraska driving, and I got a call from Under Armour, which I had applied to months in advance. And I actually turned them down because I was like, I have a commitment till the end of the summer. And I remember calling my dad, and he was like, are you crazy? (laughs) Um, So I turned back around, and I went back to my hometown of Baltimore to work for Under Armour, where Mm. I worked for the men's apparel team. So I supported eight product line managers there doing things from concept all the way to the market. So I was a product line manager then for graphic tees. And that was really my start in fashion um, on a more commercial and business side. And so after three years, I knew that I wanted to get to Europe. And I was either going to get there through Under Armour, I was going to get there through another company, or getting my master's degree. Mm. So I started my master's degree in September of 2013 here in London. And uh, it was a year-long program. I got my master's in international marketing. And then I went on to a local spin studio to be their marketing director for about eight months. And after about three, I could tell, like, okay, this is not necessarily the industry for me. Yes, I am really into working out and fitness apparel, but running a studio is not my jam. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found out that Kit and Ace were coming to uh, London, and I had read this on the business of fashion, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to work for them. Mm -hmm. And I think I applied three times for this job. Amazing. And, you know, perseverance definitely pays off because I got got in eventually. Um, And I started on the 1st of July. So it's been pretty crazy. Um, 
but it's been an awesome experience because I get to be in shop working with our store managers, our assistant store managers, and everyone in shop to really grow their business. But then I also get to see things on a strategic level. Okay, where are we going in London? Where are we going in the UK? Where are we going in Europe? What does our consumer look like? How is e-com um, affecting what we do in shop? And how do those sales kind of intertwine? Mm. And um, it's been really eye-opening, I think, for me, especially when you look at like rents in London. All of a sudden, I have to think about rent mm. in London, what the footfall on the street is, how do we convert that amount through brand activity, and then how do we convert that into sales? Mm. You would have never thought that those kinds of statistics or data would be a part of something as flowery that pe well, people think it's flowery, something as flowery as marketing. Mm. But it's true. More and more data has become part of my job, and I sit at Excel spreadsheets more than you think I would. Of course. Yeah. Um, but what really makes me happy is the fact that I get to kind of guide and lead the shops as well. And you get to talk to consumers, and I get to bring influencers in to do fit and design sessions or speaker series and kind of all the sexy stuff. Mm. But I get to back it up as well with this more strategic thinking. Um, and that's where I think Kitnace is a little bit different than other companies because we get to have that balance. Great. Okay. So it's interesting to see that it's a, there's a huge sort of retail aspect to a brand management yeah. job as well. The district director unique. and I are like besties. Amazing. And we're, we're talking all the time because you have to come at the shops with a consistent message. Mm. Um, so it needs to work from a retail operations point of view and from a brand point of view. We just can't go in there and say, okay, we're going to be targeting, you know, the Fortune 500 companies now. And, you know, they're going to come in and get 100 pieces of clothes you know, you can't just walk in and do that. You need to have the support of everyone. Great. Okay. Well, thanks. I'll, I'll just wrap it up there because I want this to be a um, a short. But you just in terms of where you know the the listeners can find out more about the brand. So it's kittenace dot com. Yep. Okay. And then at kittenace for Instagram and Twitter. Fantastic. Cool. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Emily.